Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now. We're joined by National Correspondent Rory O'Neill with the very latest as U.S. military strikes started Friday evening and targets in both Syria and Iraq. Uh, good morning, Rory. What is the very latest? Well, Andrew, good morning. There were about three days of attacks launched by the U.S., also some in cooperation with our British allies on multiple targets across Iraq, Syria, and even into Yemen as well. Uh, essentially, what we're trying to do is two things. One, take out the capabilities of some of these militant groups, but also send a message to knock it off. You know, since uh, October 7th, when Hamas attacked into Israel, there have been more than 150 attacks on American military installations by some of these militia groups that are backed by Iran. Uh, really, the Americans stepped up their um, retaliation after three American soldiers were killed in Jordan just over a week ago. And that's really what we've been seeing this past weekend, is that this increased military activity, these strikes are targeting some command and control centers, also some storage depots, uh, trying to take away the tactical capabilities of some of these groups. And when you're trying to do that, I mean, it, it, it sounds like there was a lot of intelligence that they had on where the Houthis were getting uh, the uh, not just the arms, but also the leadership. And it sounds like they really went after that. But in the meantime, how do you keep from uh, having any retaliation from Iraq? Well, right. So you, now we're concerned. The whole concern about why we've had such a strong U.S. military presence in the region since early October was to try to prevent this from spreading and becoming a broader regional conflict. We've heard that the, from the Biden administration, several people at the highest levels saying they don't want to have a regional war. They're not looking for a war with Iran. Uh, so far, there have been no strikes directly into Iran, even though they are the ones we believe who are providing the funding to many of these militant organizations throughout the Middle East. Um, so the administration is walking this tightrope of trying to protect our service members, send that message to stop the attacks on American military positions uh, while not igniting a greater conflict. Yeah, and with this, you know, knowing that there's that goal to not ignite a greater conflict and there's so much tension in the region, I mean, is that even possible? I mean, they, we've got, you know, everything going on now against these Houthi and different rebels, but we still have the Israel-Hamas conflict in the background as well. It just seems like it's kind of, you know, dancing into a uh, minefield. Yeah, almost literally. Uh, but look, there are also the shipping concerns. Uh, you know, the Houthis are focusing their attacks on many of the ships transiting the Red Sea. Uh, they claim that these, these are ships doing business with Israel, but the Americans say, you know, they're just attacking any ship at random, which is why we've seen this global coalition come together to, co to protect the commercial shipping through the Red Sea since countries around the world uh, depend on that shipping and, uh, and, and, and main stabilizing many of the oil prices as well by protecting those ships. So, uh, yeah, and then does the U.S. go after other interests that may uh, target Iran? Not necessarily just militarily, but do you go after their oil production, their banking, uh, you know, their, their finances worldwide? What, else, what other steps will be taken in addition to these military strikes? Uh, that's still on the table. 
Right. And in the meantime, those military strikes uh, doing a good deal uh, to uh, maybe deter the Houthis, but the Houthis uh, exacting their impact when it comes to uh, shipping costs uh, as they're being impacted by these attacks. Thank you so much. We appreciate it there, Rory O'Neill. Thanks, Shannon.